Welcome in to another episode of the Motor Car Marketplace Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mac Moore. And on today's episode, we will be discussing a car, or at least I will be discussing a car. This is in a guest-hosted podcast that uh, is very near and dear to my heart. And it's a car that I've spent a considerable amount of time behind the wheel of, and that is the BMW 2002. And more specifically, I've spent time behind the wheel of a uh, 1973 2002, not a TII, just a regular uh, carbureted 2002. Excuse me, I'm a little sick, I guess. Uh, Anyhow, let's get right to it. The 2002 is a vehicle that has had a ton of upgrades over its lifetime, uh, or at least tons of uh, different variations, I should say. Not nearly as many as like something like the Lamborghini Gallardo, but still a considerable amount. Uh, The 2002 was produced by BMW from 1968 to 1976, Uh, and big, low-impact bumpers, those enormous things um, uh, to provide additional safety, were added to the 2002 in 1974, and if you just look at a couple pictures, you can noticeably tell the difference between a 1973 2002 and, and earlier as opposed to a 1974 or later 2002. Uh, those 1974 and later are just far less attractive, unfortunately, but you know, that's like a lot of cars of that era. As soon as they got those enormous uh, low impact bumpers, then they, their uh, aesthetically pleasing uh, qualities just kind of diminished. Uh, the, the BMW 2002 also pr- had a TII model produced and the TII was, uh, designated for fuel-injected vehicles as opposed to carbureted vehicles. And so BMW produced those from 1972 to 1974, as well as a turbo model that was introduced in 1973 and then ceased production in 1974. So that was just a very short-run addition, but that was a very powerful car. And those today fetch an enormous figure, um, at least compared to the uh, base 2000s and things of that nature. So... They're uh, very popular cars, uh, very popular cars as far as modifying goes. Uh, Tons of people modify them. And they're also good for rallying. You know, the 2002 was used in uh, rallies as a, uh, or used for rallying when it first came out. And they're still used to that today. Uh, It is a very, very good first car to get into if you want to explore what classic car ownership is like. They're extremely reliable. Uh, or at least as reliable as a 70s car can be, uh, all year running, all year running cars, uh, there's an abundance of extra parts if something breaks, and mechanics are very, very familiar with them, uh, in addition to the BMW 2002 forums that have a plethora of knowledge, I mean, there's people from all over the world who are on these 2002 forums, and just tons of knowledge can be found on there, uh, they're extremely easy to drive, uh, and you probably won't lose much on depreciation if you were to purchase one, uh, just because it's already a an extremely old vehicle, or at least a classic car. And honestly, it might go up uh, since the Tesla Two is a very desirable car, and will always be a desirable car. So if you are looking for a vehicle to get into, then definitely, definitely uh, look into the BMW Tesla <clears throat> Two as your introduction to classic car uh, ownership. The base BMW 2002 had about 100 horsepower, uh, 
which it doesn't sound like a lot, really. It isn't a lot. These are not fast cars by any means, but they are fun cars. Uh, the TII had a little bit more horsepower at 125, which really is a noticeable difference. And then the turbo models had a 170 horsepower as well as a five-speed manual gearbox as opposed to the uh, regular BMW Tesla 2, which just had a four-speed manual gearbox. And the four speeds are is something that is just not the not the not the greatest quality in the world, I'll say, or at least it, it's a very noticeable four speed. I mean once you get up to highway speeds, it is not a pleasant car to be in. The uh market though for dozen twos is a little bit all over the place just because of the different variations. Uh the most desired dozen twos, um, if you aren't looking at say something like a turbo would be the Tesen uh, 2s with the round taillights, taillights are also known as roundies, and those were produced from 1973 or earlier. So before the enormous bumpers, the Tesen 2s had the round taillights, and if those vehicles are just highly desirable. Uh, and also the uh, older the vehicle, or the, sorry, not the older, the newer the Tesen 2, the more valuable it is in the sense that the quality that BMW brought to the table is just a little bit uh, higher. So if you have something like a 1968 2002 with round taillights as opposed to a 1973 2002, then you'll want to have the 1973 2002 just because the uh, BMW switched a little things up. Maybe the gas seals are a little bit, a little bit better, thankfully. And so oh, that's what owners really want. A uh, hugely desired modification on the Dozen 2 is a five-speed gearbox, like a, excuse me, like I said before, the Dozen 2 originally came with a four-speed, so many, many, many owners put in a five-speed manual gearbox, that does a world of difference to the car, uh, so vehicles, and the, the pricing of that shows that as well. Because vehicles that uh, have the five-speed is gearbox are uh, worth just a, a bit more than the vehicles with just a four-speed. Because the five-speed is a modification that almost everyone is going to want in their Dustin Two, unless you want it entirely original. And after driving one, after driving a completely original one, I will say that you want a uh, five-speed gearbox as opposed to just a four-speed. As far as pricing goes for the BMW Tesla 2, like I said before, as far as uh, the car itself, or at least the market, it is a bit all over the place, uh, especially when it comes down to different variations. And if you get something like a uh, a, a, a base Tesla 2 as opposed to a TII or a 1972 as opposed to a 1974, but the 74 is a TII. So it's a little, uh, little all over the place. Uh, and I'll just try and sum it up right here as best I can. Uh, for about $20,000, uh, and even more really, uh, you could, you should expect to get a really good, if not an excellent uh, roundy, so, uh, or at least a good roundy up to an excellent, uh, ninth, uh, excellent big bumper one. Uh, after about $25,000, you should get a very, very nice 2002. Um, maybe even with different seats, certainly a five-speed transmission, um, and maybe even a TII for that level of, 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 of price category, you know, for $25,000 or more. Uh, fair to good ones can be found all day long uh, at about $13,000 or even, even less. If you go on Craigslist, you can find some 
pretty good TIR or pretty good uh, TASM twos that will need just a little bit of care, but they're probably in very good manual or mechanical condition, uh, especially given their age and that it's a a a, 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 a car from the 60s or 70s uh, in the teens. So about from that $13,000 to $20,000 range, you could probably get a good driver example, a good honest BMW has in two. And this is really where you should uh, look first. If you want to get your first ever classic car uh, and or, or just want to test the waters and not put too much money into it, then you should probably look between thirteen to twenty thousand uh, dollars in that spot for a a, a decent thousand two. There'll more than likely be nothing wrong with it mechanically. There'll be good, honest cars, maybe a little paint scratch here or there, but for the, for that price range, that's probably what, where you should start uh, if you are looking into buying your first classic car and figuring out what the ownership experience is like. And if you hate it, well, you didn't spend that much money in the first place you more than likely get all of your money back uh and even for that price range you could probably get uh well you might be able to get a five speed uh the, the five speeds certainly do command a premium and these 2002s have gone up in value uh over the past couple of years so <clears throat> so for <clears throat> that price range between 13 and 20 you might be able to get a good 2002 uh, with the five speed, but if not, you can you can certainly find just a, a good quality to uh, BMW Tesla two to begin your classic car ownership experience. Um, and another piece of uh, buying advice, or at least my personal buying advice, is that since the BMW Tesla two is so prevalent uh, out there in the collector car world, you should probably pursue Craigslist or the Tesla two BMW Tesla two forums. Uh, just like BMW Tesla 2 FAQ.com before exploring dealership options. Uh, if you are comfortable, of course, buying from an individual seller, which majority of these owners are people who have taken care of their 2002 uh, or they were inherited by someone who owned a BMW Tesla 2. So uh, if you are in the market to buy one, I would, my first suggestion would be to look um Look for individual sellers on websites like Craigslist or forums or even on, on a, a Bring a Trailer, which is where tons of Tesla 2s are sold. Uh, and those are some really interesting ones are found on Bring a Trailer. But my number one piece of buying advice, if you're looking into purchasing a Tesla 2, would be to go to uh, individual sellers first as opposed to dealerships, just so you don't have to pay that dealership premium. So as far as pricing goes, that is the the best pricing advice I can find, or at least I can I can I can give you would be that if you're gonna purchase one, then try and buy one from an individual seller for a decent price point in the in the teens. Uh, like I said before, I did get to spend a considerable amount of time with a 1973 BMW Tesla 2, uh, and so I'll share that that story now. Uh, it was a BMW Tesla 2, the 1973 that was painted or really resprayed in a golf yellow. Uh, that color certainly caught everyone's attention. I believe the original color was actually red. Uh, you can see little flecks of red in the paint, but that was, um, it was just resprayed in the golf yellow. It wasn't the greatest respray in the world, but nevertheless, it was resprayed. Uh, and I did get to drive this vehicle while I was in Atlanta because of the uh, collector car brokerage I was working with at the time uh, this past summer before coming back to Dallas uh, for school. Uh, I go to school with Stephen F. Austin, in case you're wondering. Uh, 
so anyway, I got to drive this BMW Tesla to to the uh, Athens, Georgia Cars and Coffee meet. So I drove from Atlanta to Athens, which is about an hour and a half, hour and forty five minute drive one way. Um, once I got there, though, I mean everyone loves the two thousand two. And tons of people uh, came up to me at the Cars and Coffee and just shared their own stories about them or maybe their father owned one or their uncle or someone they knew owned one. And so they drove or they would uh, come up to me once I got there and then tell me the stories about it. They're extremely cool and very, very fun cars to drive. Uh, it's easy to lose the rear end on them because of the small tires, but that's really just fine. It's uh, a very fun vehicle, like I said before. The worst part about driving it, honestly, though, was that a lot of the times uh, people will just honk at you to get your attention so that they can tell you something about, you know, how cool the car is or uh, which which one of their family members on the car on the road, which is not the not the 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 most fun thing to do in the world. But nevertheless, it does catch a lot of people's attention uh, and driving the 2002 through downtown Athens, Georgia was Certainly a very cool experience and something where a lot of the uh, like UGA sorority girls look at you and things like that. So it's a very cool, very fun experience. Uh, and I certainly would recommend just driving a BMW Tesla 2 uh, on a, a nice little day trip or road trip. It's a, a fun car to do, uh, just not when it's incredibly hot out like in Atlanta summer because it can get really toasty in there without any air conditioning pretty quickly. So that is probably, that's probably the biggest drawback, if anything. So that'll do it for today's episode about the BMW 2002. I hope that you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to keep an eye out for the Motor Car Marketplace website as it should be up here any day now and hopefully up by the end of next week or by the time the next, uh, next Motor Car Marketplace uh, podcast show goes up on the web. Uh, like I said before, if you know anyone in the East Texas area looking to sell their place or car and could use my services, then please let us know or let them know to reach out to me. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Motor Car Marketplace. And if you want to follow myself and see what I'm doing uh, in my own personal life, then you can find me at Law Macmore, L-A-W-M-A-C-M-O-O-R-E, uh, across all social media platforms. Uh, thank you again for listening. I hope that you've continued to enjoy this show and that if you have any cars that you want me to talk about on future episodes, please let me know. Uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving as well. Now that, uh, that is come and gone. Hopefully you didn't kill your family or anything drastic like that. And always, uh, I know that can be pretty tough sometimes. Uh, and stay tuned for next week's show. I'll try to do an interesting car, interesting fun car to talk about for next week. But until then, I'll see you. See you down the road. Thank you. Goodbye.